Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. again and welcome back. I'm your host Marie Green and this week we're talking about how to trigger new ideas. Do you ever feel like your creative juices have dried up? I certainly do. Sometimes my head starts to feel a little packed and I find myself recycling the same ideas instead of conjuring something new. If your creative practice is starting to feel a little stale or if you just need some new ideas to keep things interesting or maybe even launch your next big project, Here are my favorite ways to shake the cobwebs loose and get the new ideas flowing. Number one, change your surroundings. We have a tendency to live according to our habits, and I'm the first to admit that I love my routines. That's the hardest part when I travel, and I travel a lot. Um, But I've gotten really comfortable with having my day a certain way. And I'm kind of a homebody, so when I'm home, I really get stuck in my routines. I like to wake up early. I like my coffee just so. I like a few hours of peace and quiet in the morning before the world wakes up. It's my most productive time of day. But when I travel, my schedule is often a little bit goofy, which means I might be sitting in a hotel dining room drinking coffee that's not just so anything. In fact, it's pretty crummy. And there are people around, so it's not quiet, and I miss out on my favorite part of the day. But then that change of my morning routine tells my brain that things are different today. And I notice that I'm a bit more alert to things around me, a bit more observant. That's what happens when we change our routine. We notice more and we don't have to be stuck in a hotel room in order for that to happen. We just become a little bit more aware. Our focus changes. Routines can be a bit counterproductive for creative thinking, especially changing your surroundings will immediately require your brain to do something different, which in my experience almost always leads to new ways of thinking about things. When I find myself a little bit stuck, I'll go sit at a local coffee shop or I'll take a notebook to the park or even on my porch. I'll just sit somewhere new and people watch or let my mind wander. You never know what new ideas will strike. Sometimes it's a conversation that you might overhear, or the pattern on someone's shirt, or the tile on the floor of the train station in Seattle that sparks a new thought. When you change your perspective, new ideas are born. Number two, move your body. This is going to sound a little weird, but being in motion naturally makes our blood flow, and once the blood starts flowing, things in our bodies begin to work more efficiently, even the way we think. I have some of my best ideas when I'm out for a walk, and not only that, but moving our bodies gives us access to new surroundings and new opportunities for inspiration. So when in doubt, get up and move. See if it helps. Number three, go outside. Now, this might seem like I'm being a bit redundant because changing your surroundings and moving your body can both involve going outside, but you can also go outside on your patio and just Lay down and listen to the birds and the trees rustling and breathe in that fresh air. Or maybe that's not really going to work where you live. Maybe you're in the city, but perhaps there's a park nearby where you can go for a walk. I live in suburbia, not far from a kind of busy street, which is not my favorite. But I've noticed that if I lay out flat in my backyard and I close my eyes in the sunshine, the distant sound of traffic 
almost mimics the dull roar of the ocean right up until someone honks their horn. That's weird, right? But it's that sort of shift in perspective that we're able to experience when we get outside. Whether you're in the city or the country or somewhere in the middle, going outside always helps to shift the way we think and feel. It doesn't have to be a lot for a long time either. Sometimes we feel like we're supposed to be out there for hours, but really, it can be just a little bit of time, just a few minutes. In fact, author Florence Williams, who wrote the book The Nature Fix, suggests that even five minutes a day can have a powerful impact on how we feel, think, and breathe. To put it simply, the more time we spend in nature, the better we'll feel. But even if you only have five minutes, that's enough. So if you find yourself feeling anxious, disconnected, or uninspired, get outside if you can. I've linked to her book in my show notes. I think you might really like it. Number four, do something you've never done before. Being new at anything is so good for us. We have a tendency to stick to things we're good at, but what happens is that it's a bit too easy to get stuck in a rut. When you try something completely new, it forces your brain to do something different and that can trigger new ideas. It really does work too. This might be trying a new craft or hobby, or it might mean going totally out of your box and taking a tour of a local brewery or taking a cooking class or learning how to do the tango. Doing something completely new will help rewire your brain, and it will surprise you how quickly you'll start to experience new ideas. What's more, the new ideas will probably have nothing to do with the activity you're doing in the moment. It's just the very act of doing something different that helps your brain make space. So you might be learning how to apply wallpaper, for example, but it could inspire you about a new idea for a fabric or a block print. You just never know what might happen. Some of my best ideas have shown up in the strangest places. Number five, keep learning. Go to museums, bookstores, and libraries. I know that sounds super nerdy, but seriously, when is the last time you went to your local library or checked out the display at a small local museum? Get new information into your hands. Go see an art or museum exhibit that has nothing to do with your hobbies or your creative work just to stretch your awareness and change your sense of what's possible. My husband and I went to visit the Mob Museum in Las Vegas last month, and it was fascinating. Not only did it cover topics like criminal justice, obviously, and forensic science, but it overlapped into culture, fashion, Hollywood, and of course, history. At the end of the tour, we sat in the speakeasy and we listened to a lecture about prohibition. As I looked around me and I noticed the juxtaposition of aged wood and shiny new steel tanks in the distillery, dark oiled leather and the flicker of candles, I left thinking about ways to mix texture and pattern and light. Like I said, you just never know. No matter how old we are, it's never too late to keep learning. In fact, I think that's one of the ways to keep life interesting. Number six, make something really ugly before you laugh. I'm being totally serious here. I know this is going to sound like a weird one, but we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do things right, to not mess up and to make something beautiful because if it's not beautiful, it feels like a failure, but that kind of pressure can really put a damper on your creativity. Just for one day, just for one small project, let yourself play. Try something you know you probably won't be good at and throw caution to the wind. For me, that would be painting for sure. I'm terrible at it, 
but it's a little bit fun to try sometimes. Roll up your sleeves and give it a go. A friend of mine teaches a creative journaling class, and one of her first lessons instructed us to use an old plastic gift card, the size of a credit card, instead of a paintbrush to swoosh the paint around the page. It was all about getting away from your expectations of what you should be able to do with a paintbrush, because obviously, you know, when you're using something the size of a credit card, you don't have a lot of control over what's happening. That method practically guarantees that you aren't going to have any say over the way the paint comes together. It could be gorgeous or iffy or absolutely terrible, but it's fun to give it a go. Use materials you won't mind wasting or that you can reuse if necessary so you don't feel emotionally connected to the results. Turn on a little music, maybe even pour yourself a glass of wine, and let loose. (laughs) The worse it turns out, the better, because when we let ourselves play and grow and make something that's not amazing, because that's the whole point, it can help remind us that ugly projects are still good for learning. Is there anything you can take away from the experience? Anything that maybe did work in the midst of the mess? Because that's the big takeaway here. Creativity isn't always tidy. And it's definitely never a straight line from point A to point B. It circles around, it takes the back roads, and it stops for breaks without permission. Sometimes it runs away and it sneaks up on you from behind. Creativity is not static. It ebbs and it flows, it comes and it goes. There are moments when you'll feel like you're doing exactly what you were born to do and everything's coming up roses, and other moments when you'll doubt yourself and every idea you've ever had. Those are the moments when things just aren't working out, and it can be really frustrating. But creativity arrives at both ends of that wiggly spectrum and everywhere in between. Whether you're on your best game or you are totally wiping out, the important thing is that you keep showing up. Creativity is messy. It's not predictable. The only thing we know for sure is that if we show up and we keep giving it room to breathe, it'll arrive when it feels like it. But you can coax it in by giving your senses something new, different, and unexpected. Give your brain new thoughts to think and your eyes new things to see and your ears new things to hear. Who knows where it will lead or if it will lead anywhere. Sometimes an idea takes ages to fully form, but we've got to plant that seed and then give it room to grow. So my challenge to you is this, go take five minutes and soak up a little fresh air and sunshine if you're lucky enough to have some sunshine today, and then think of something you can do to give yourself a new experience, change your surroundings, change what you are doing for the day, where you are, what you're reading, what you're hearing. See if you can give yourself a new experience that might just unlock a whole new wave of ideas. That's it for this time, my friend. You are a powerhouse of creativity, and you've got this. 